0: Welcome to Point of Vista, and this is episode 247. I am Ben, and I am here in mid-November of 2008 in beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico, at the third International Sound Healing Conference, where leading-edge researchers, practitioners, scientists, composers, musicians, and recording artists in the fascinating and fast-growing fields of sound healing, vibrational medicine, music therapy, and body, mind, brain, spirit research joined together in a celebration with music, dancing, singing, chanting experiential workshops, and, of course, intensive learning sessions. We are all gathered here because of the global resurgence of interest in the ancient practices of sound and vibrational healing. Forward-thinking hospitals, clinics, schools, businesses, and hospices around the world are integrating these practices into their institutions. The array of sound healing applications is extensive. Let me give you some examples relaxation, stress reduction, meditation, sleep, pain control, increased circulation, sound surgery, birthing assistance, death transition, medication reduction, acupressure point stimulation, treatment room ambience, neurodevelopment remediation, productivity enhancement, auditory biofeedback, learning acceleration, increased concentration, neurophone, computer voice analysis, hydroacoustic therapy, consciousness raising, sound massage, vibroacoustics, Soma therapy, cymatics, biotuning, trance states, thermoacoustics, shamanic rituals, chakra balancing, rhythmic in- entrainment, brainwave entrainment, hemispheric synchronization, root frequency entrainment, sound therapy, music therapy, auditory integration, singing, chanting, toning, overtoning, Tibetan bowls, crystal bowls, tuning forks, drumming, music, fun. Oh. I'm here dressed in flowing white linen, the unbearable weight of my crystal jewellery barely able to restrain my excitement as I participate in talks, grease palms in the networking area, marvel at the wonders in the exhibit hall, and gape in awe at the latest and greatest in sound healing technology on display in the demonstration area. All this, of course, is thanks to the event's wonderful sponsors. The Positive Music Association, Barbara Cox, PhD, Holistic Psychologist, Life Coach the Center for Neuroacoustic Research, Crystal Vibrations Music, the International Sound Therapy Association, the Light of Consciousness, Ancient Ministries Christ Center for Healing and Miracles, Soundings of the Planet, Fate Magazine, the Taos Institute for Science, Spirituality and Sustainability, and of course, the Mozart Effect Resource Center. With me here is Dr. Jürgen Schieselhofer of the Zurich Institute for Metaspatial Studies and Erotic Healing. It's Andrew. Hi, Andrew.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: That's that's what you... Okay. And I don't want to pull oh, back the I'm curtain trying, here. Like, I'm,
1: I'm at a conference. You
0: yeah. know what I thought off. you would I'm, sound like? Yeah, I thought uh, maybe so. <laughs> I gave you a few sort of... It's not like we're not an improv podcast. We're no... I can't think of an improv podcast. Can't even improv one. But I just feel like if you if you heard a sort of Germanic sounding name, I said that you were from a place in Zurich. You're erotic. You'd, maybe, you'd come to the table. Yeah. You know, so,
1: can I? so, hold on, let me get this straight. So, you're yes. saying, you're saying a, a person's name means that if they don't speak with an accent that fits your idea of mm. that name, that they're
2: wrong? It's not I'm very sound healing of you, Ben. But if you
0: heard the name <laughs> Dr. Jürgen Schieselhofer of the Zurich Institute for Metaspatial Studies and Erotic Healing, mm-hmm. it's given you a little bit of... You can, you can have fun with that. You can run with that concept.
1: Look, I'll play your. Perverted little game.
0: Thank you. All right. Oh, hello. There we go. Perfect. And moving on, also with me is Dr. Leandra Primavera-Falazio, author of I Have Several Crystals Inside of Me and So Can You. It's Lucy. Hi, Lucy.
2: Uh, ciao?
0: Hey, there we go. Now that's comedy, baby.
1: She she understood the assignment. Oh, fuck off.
0: (laughs) Uh, and also with us is Dr. Guy Lahom, head practitioner at the Nice Clinic for Sound bath Heart Bypass Surgery. It's writer for Kotaku Australia, Ruby Innes. Hi, Ruby.
3: Yeah, where's that name from? Because I don't, I don't know if I can do an accent, man.
1: Let me give, let me give you a hint. Oh, uh, you love the stinkiest cheese, and you won't stop smoking cigarettes.
3: Oh, um, yeah. Okay, I'm very underqualified for this panel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow possibly racist but spectacularly good
3: <laughs> thank you thank you I try
0: now I don't want to I'm gonna pull the curtain back a little tiny bit again I know I peeped it open earlier to admonish Andrew 97 mm-hmm. percent uh, of this list was uh, a copy I took from from an actual website
2: I figured um, you didn't just come up with that one on the fly <laughs>
0: you, <laughs> no the I so weirdly I thought maybe they had some bad SEO going on Um mm. Because I was like, oh, I'm on the website for the third international sound healing conference, uh, which was in 2008. Surely there have been tons since. But no, that's the website for for that thing as an organisation in general. I don't think they've had one since. Uh, very that's sad.
3: That's because all of those um, uh, things that they do there actually medically work. So oh. they didn't need to have another one because everyone was <laughs> cured now. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah every,
1: everybody got together, they all learnt about each other's innovations, and they went on to just to heal the world. Yeah, through... everyone
3: everyone can come now, so, like, yeah. problem solved. <laughs> Someone's
1: out there nutting due to deep bass frequencies.
3: Yeah.
0: I Jazz, yeah. probably. I wouldn't mind. I, this is the sort of woo-woo shit that I could get into, just in that, like, lying in a room somewhere being buffeted by, like, droning noise just feels cool. So, like, that sounds nice. kind of cool, sure. Yeah. It's like that, um, what's that place that's, is it in like Palm Desert where it's just like a weirdly shaped acoustic chamber thing where they've got like a whole woo-woo pseudoscience thing associated with it where you're meant to have like, you're meant to trip from how crazy the sound waves are.
1: Um, you don't actually need to go that far. What you can do is be in high school and get into a Toyota Corolla owned by a guy named Jordan. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, who has placed two 15-inch subwoofers directly up against the back seat facing towards the windshield of the car.
2: Awesome! You can just blast Primus directly into your ears. Yeah, and
1: then well, you, you sit in the car and he, he does about 90 to 100 kilometres an hour through the suburban streets around your home. Um, and you can feel all of your organs moving around to different places. Once yeah, you have a, a transcendental
0: yeah. experience induced by listening to shake hands with beef. It's really, yeah. really beautiful.
3: Well, that's the thing. If someone, you know, shoved a big old Rhodes quartz inside you and played the loudest hard style you've <laughs> ever heard, you'd probably come on accident.
1: Yeah. You'd feel something. That's for <laughs> sure. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, how? Yeah. <laughs> My jade egg shattered. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no!
3: That's why everybody's pregnant at DefCon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Um, Are you trying to segue into something where you don't know what it is because it's something we've not done before?
2: <laughs> trying to figure this you, one out on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I tell you, playing music that loud should be and is a crime. If I were to phone up my local police station, they would simply take up a pencil, write it down on their blotter, hang up on me, and never do anything about it ever again. And wouldn't you, the listener, like to peruse the blotters of the police stations of the world? Well, let's do that in our new segment, Blotter Watch.
0: (laughs) You're amazing. You're like that French guy that climbs really tall buildings or whatever. (laughs) Exactly the same. Uh, So this is, um, actually, sorry, I'm going to correct myself here. I wrote down that this was some highlights from a a police blotter, but this is actually all of the entries um, on it because uh, I couldn't remove any of them for being boring. This is from the police blotter from a a single day for Nevada County. this is a county in the state of California, on the the Mm -hmm. east of California, just near Reno and Carson City on the other side of the border. Uh this is the entire blotter for Monday the second of May in Nevada County, California. Keep in mind this this county has a population of about a hundred thousand. So it's not it's not big. It's not a massive place. Seven oh one AM A caller on California Street, between Broad Street and Pleasant Valley Road, reported a horse that ingested so much cannabis it couldn't walk three weeks ago.
1: <laughs>
0: oh buddy
3: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who amongst us? I'm
2: alright. I'm mm. alright. Three I weeks
1: mean, ago. We were just talking about the time Lucy came to my house. And it <laughs> wasn't So much cannabis she couldn't walk.
2: That was me. I was, his horse. <laughs> was it this horse. Why three weeks ago now?
0: now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the reported party, uh, sorry, the reporting party suspected foul play and requested drug work be done on the horse. So sorry, I, I'm just trying to clarify the
1: timeline here. The yes. caller reported a horse too stone to walk three weeks ago. That's right. And they He's were woken calling- up and
2: been like, "You know what? That was weird. I yeah. should call the cops."
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
1: or, or has have they called up today to chase up the drug work? Is that what's happening?
0: No, I think they've called up
1: just to the, say my horse is really high. Three, three weeks, weeks ago, ago,
0: my horse got. Weed poisoning, which... And, and now that I think about it for the first time. <laughs> I I don't think... You would need so much weed to get a horse stoned. So, so, a horse sorry, was stone. it
3: their horse or was it just a horse that they're aware of?
0: They reported, <sighs> a, horse. A, yeah, they reported horse. a horse. They reported it between Broad
1: Street and Pleasant Valley Road. So they were just out and about.
0: They're using and the they indefinite said... article, yeah. Yeah, because,
1: yeah, said...
3: like, if it's their horse, it's, like, obviously, you know... Like, they, they, they probably own some cannabis. Or maybe they don't. Mm. Who knows? But if it's just some horse, that's mm. very presumptuous. Mm. Like, that horse might just be tired, uh, a little lethargic. Maybe it took a different drug. Mm. Um, but, like, three weeks ago, thinking about some horse <coughs> feels a lot more strange than, like, your horse.
0: Yeah. Mm. You, just, I saw... you see a horse and it jogs your memory and you're like, oh, the stoned horse from three weeks ago. Fuck.
3: Ah, uh, the weed horse. Of course. Of course. Of course. The weed horse.
0: Calling the
1: police. Uh, just to say I've seen, I saw an out of sorts horse uh, almost a month ago. Almost a month
0: ago. Um, also just... at 7.01am, a. a caller near the dead end of Wolf Road reported a Palomino horse in a very small round pen without a trough. Fair enough. Yep.
1: Mm. Get that horse some water.
0: Seven thirty-three a.m. A nine eleven caller near U-Bet and Red Dog Roads reported she was driving yesterday and believed someone threw a tack strip out in front of her car, based on the way all four wheels popped.
1: Now that's psychotic, <laughs> right? Yep.
0: So, so those are, of course, we're talking like um, what do you call those? The spike strips. The yeah. yeah.
3: That's impressive.
0: That seems insane, but also th- waited a day.
3: Yeah, do you think she was kind of just like calling to be like, but "That's kind of cool, right?"
0: <laughs> it was badass. Like <laughs> that's kind of sick. I, I don't do think I could do that. Driving it was awesome.
1: Yeah, it's it's not helping my search results that uh, the TAC is a road related authority in Australia.
2: Mm, that's mm. Suspicious.
1: Um, but yeah, these are the these are the the spike strips that they throw out in front of people to. Oh, yeah. Look at those bad boys. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, oh, sounds but sounds yeah, pretty I think, cool. I think generally speaking, copping four flats simultaneously, a little bit on the nose. It's yeah. suspicious. I just drove my car home on all four flats, <laughs> and
0: the next day I was like,
3: you know, now I didn't that I like think that. about it, no, I actually <laughs> didn't, didn't like that.
0: <laughs> you change one tire, and then you go, all right. Uh, oh, shit. Oh. Okay, no, I see the problem here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: and, 8 a.m., a 911 caller near Reservoir Street and Oaktree Road reported his neighbor, his neighbor came over and physically assaulted him. The reporting party said the subject also dented his vehicle.
2: Too early. Too early mm. for that, if you ask me. Yeah, what time was it,
3: sorry? 8 a.m.
0: Someone's yeah. neighbor's car. No one needs, needs that.
2: <laughs> Don't
3: uh, come and assault me and dent my car until <laughs> I've had my morning coffee, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh eight fifty four AM, a caller near Penn Valley Drive, Ranch Road, and Broken Oak Court reported a male subject in the parking lot drinking from a can of unknown liquid. Oh, mystery liquid. The subject was talking to himself and did not appear homeless.
2: No, Again, pushing. very Leave judgmental. Him alone.
0: He's drinking just like a like a drink?
2: A drink. He's having a drink. How
0: unknown Mind does the liquid theory. have to be to call the cops?
3: Officer, someone was drinking a drink and talking and I was so scared. I was so scared.
0: I, I thought, thought I would immediately like, inform the
1: authorities.
2: Do you listen to the podcast Bunta Vista? Are you aware of the this, of this segment called Mystery Liquid? Because this guy was having some of it.
0: Maybe it, it was a limited release beverage and this startled the caller. Maybe. Mm. It's that. It's um, like I've
2: never seen that...
3: Fago before, yeah,
0: the, whatever the Coca Cola, the stars one or whatever that the space themed one oh, they have now. How
2: about the gamer one? They've, They've
0: got, got, a got pixel the gamer one. one now, don't they? Oh, no yeah, bite.
2: Could have been Mountain Dew, Liberty Brew. You never know.
0: What the fuck are you talking about, Lucy? It's one
2: they had on the 4th of July.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would be <laughs> unknown if you had
2: or not enjoyed it Or maybe even a shamrock before.
3: shake from uh, McDonald's, <laughs> the very specific St. Patrick's Day shake, which introduced Uncle O'Grimacy, who is uh, Grimace's Irish uncle, who said that uh, the only good pom is a dead one.
0: Hmm. Yeah, he's uh, canonically in the IRA, right? Or has our I- IRA ties.
2: <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, from a tweet, but I choose to believe it's true. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we need to return to tradition when Grimace had forearms. Mm. That was pretty cool in his Excuse first. Excuse me, in in Grimace's first iteration, biblical he had accurate
2: Grimace. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, he looked a bit looked a bit kind of spider style, but then he could grab oh. up, you know a whole bunch of shakes and fries and everything. Oh, that's so upsetting. Wriggler's fat ass Mm. down the road, you know? Well,
3: he used to be a bad guy. And then, um, I I don't know why, but one day I was, um, you know, on some mental illness and decided (laughs) to just, like, look up as much McDonald's lore as I could. (laughs) Oh, I've been
1: been down the McDonald land hole also. Yeah,
3: right? It's so interesting. And, like, Grimace was supposed to be a bad guy, but then when they were like, "Mm, perhaps not. And I think they took, got rid of his extra set of arms to make him less let's, threatening.
1: Let's do some surgery on you to make you less scary and turn that frown upside down. What
3: does that teach children? We've, what, you can't yeah. have an extra set of arms or you can't be a good person? <laughs> That's
0: fucked up. I, I wonder if people like took a shine to him before they decided to make him a good guy. Like the same way with Godzilla, Japanese audiences love Godzilla, they made him friendly. If people were like, Yes, I know that he has six limbs and he steals all our beverages, there's something very compelling about this purple fuck. I like him. The other uh,
3: people love bad guys in pro wrestling. So like why why make him a good guy?
1: See I I think that in the like original sort of seventies mcdonald land i think uh it was a much more morally ambiguous place you know that's why you could have all right check this out uh these are some of the 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 extra characters around mcdonald land uh the hamburger patch first appeared in 1973 and was part of the fictional city of mcdonald land where mcdonald's hamburgers grew like fruit on plants in the hamburger patch even though hamburgers in mcdonald land were anthropomorphized and spoke they were picked by characters such as Ronald McDonald and the Hamburglar for consumption.
2: <laughs> you can't
1: just be picking them up and eating them while they're talking to you.
2: Like Mayor <sighs> McCheese is a burger.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's right. There yeah. were
1: other, other ancillary characters, other ancillary characters like the McNugget Buddies, a bunch of regular-sized chicken McNuggets. I assume people were also eating them. Yeah. Uh, cosmic... So COS Capital M C a temporary character from McDonaldland, Land, Cosmic was an alien who wore a large spacesuit and talked like a surfer dude.
2: No, don't like him. Don't like his vibe.
1: And then we had Sunday, Ronald's dog. He appeared oh, <laughs> he appeared. Horrid, only... <laughs> horrid beast. <laughs>
3: Disgusting. He Hate pe- that creature.
1: He appeared oh, he's only. Awful.
0: Oh. <laughs> Terrib- <Ugly. laughs> Terrible, Why is he dog. so fucked up? Oh cuz he's, he's like a, he's the dog of a clown so he has some clown attributes. He's so But like large. he
3: didn't he's give birth to-, to him. Why does he have to <laughs> Why does he have to be so horrid?
2: He's as large as Ronald. Ronald is cradling him like a child.
0: He he kind of looks like a mixture between a red cattle dog and carrot top. Which is very upsetting.
3: Not what you want in a dog.
0: No, I want 0% carrot top in my dog,
1: (laughs) ideally.
3: Preferably.
1: Well, apparently he was a total bitch as well, Uh, as a Mm. character. He appeared only in The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, where he was animated with puppetry. Sunday often spoke negatively in a monotone, e.g. There's nothing like a good song, and that was nothing like a good song. Or, do you think we could just have a normal adventure?
3: So they Garfieldified him.
1: Yeah, it's just a fucking he, wet blanket.
0: He's it McDonald's he Garfield.
1: He had a conflict with Hamburglar, uh, when, mostly in Visitors from Outer Space, when he called Hamburglar both Bunhead and Hammy, and was excited wow. when he was being sent to space for 3,000 years. Sunday was portrayed by Vern Troyer. <gasps> <gasps> oh!
2: Come on. Like physically or voice?
1: Uh no the voice was uh D Bradley Baker who um, okay has done many 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 voices for Do you think Bun-
3: bunhead and hammy are kind of considered slurs in McDonaldland? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Yes, Sunday holding the hamburger back. So in turn that would make Sunday not only ugly but also a racist. Yeah.
0: Mm. I believe ugly so. on the inside and mm-hmm. outside. Mm.
3: It shows
0: Uh, 10.45am, a A 911 caller near Pleasant Valley and Sweetland Roads reported a woman possibly having a mental issue with a teddy bear and blanket rolling around near the roadway talking to herself.
3: Leave her alone. Mind your business. That's her fucking... Leave her alone.
0: Yeah, you don't need to call the cops about this shit. 4.35pm. A caller near Applewood Lane requested a report on a missing rifle part that was shipped. The parcel was supposed to arrive a month ago. The shipping company said it was delivered, but the box was ripped open and parts were missing, including a barrel, scope, and magazine.
3: Nah.
0: S- Sounds like a you problem, brother.
3: Yeah. That <laughs> person probably posed. just needed those bits. 5.57 hmm.
0: p.m. A caller from Union Pacific reported a near miss with a 20-year-old man carrying a guitar case that was walking on the tracks and got out of the way at the last minute. The train and subject continued on.
1: Hello, please. There was a really cool guy on the (laughs) tracks. I nearly
0: hit Johnny Cash somehow. (laughs) And finally, 8.17 p.m., A caller near Memory Lane and Cameo Drive reported a retired Sacramento County deputy in a red van pulled someone over and showed them their badge.
2: Oh, that's bad.
1: Oh yeah, you know I meant all right. I was trying to figure out what was relevant about that, but it was the retired part. Yeah, that's not an active
0: (laughs) police officer. (laughs) (laughs) That seems um. Bad. Not also, what
3: are those street names? Jesus Memory Christ.
0: Memory Lane? Memory lane. Drive? Americans yeah.
3: live in Goo Goo World. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> yeah. Memory it's a really Lane. Silly fuck place, fuck isn't it? Off.
2: All of these calls to police, completely pointless. Waste of my time.
0: Not necessarily crimes, oftentimes, these ones. The assault, you know. That oh one. Yeah. assault.
2: That's the only crime. That's, <laughs> that's happened not allowed.
0: Today. Yeah.
3: But the rest of them is just like, there was a guy and I was so scared. Mm.
0: I wish I could have identified that beverage. I wish I could have identified it so bad.
3: Someone was standing around and I just couldn't take it anymore.
1: (laughs) I think all of these people people need to take on the, um, I guess, the Australian approach to dealing with these problems, which is that you don't call the police about every little thing. That's what Facebook groups are for.
0: Yep. Mm. It's from knocking on That's someone what and you're incredibly are for. That's what yeah.
3: Marrickville rances for, baby.
1: <laughs> Has anybody seen a car in their neighborhood?
3: I
0: saw a Turkish man
1: four yeah. days ago. What what's the deal with that? <laughs> Has anyone encountered a dastardly Turk?
2: <laughs> it's just what next door is, all day long. I saw an ethnic man. Anyone else see this guy?
0: <laughs> man, possibly southern European scene. <laughs> So we'll provide updates as this story continues.
3: Drinking a mystery drink. Yeah. I wanted to know what it was. Did anybody know Anyone what that know? drink <laughs> was?
2: Get a good look at that can. Has I
1: anybody couldn't tell seen if this a Pilsner or a Cider or an IPA? It was you know, I've dialed the
0: first two zeros, and if no one can chime in the next fifteen <laughs> minutes to tell me what that <laughs> beverage is, I'm hitting the third.
1: Oh my goodness. Alright. Yep, uh, what you got yep. there, Andrew? So, uh, hey, these are some of the crazy things that you can see when you're just out there in the world, you know? You leave your house, and you might encounter all sorts of things, like, for, for instance, that you might see a man drinking out of a can, and that can be very upsetting, can't make you want to call the police. But there's all kinds of cool <laughs> things out there, too. Perhaps animals, insects even. Why don't we check some of them out right now in Nature Corner?
2: Country roads
1: take me home to the place
0: I belong. Built to kiss nature corner, while
1: the crap, snip my dick.
0: This is a press release from Cell Press. These male spiders catapult at impressive speeds to flee their mates before they get eaten.
1: I've been there. Am I?
3: <laughs> Sounds like my <laughs> ex-wife. Uh, <fellas? laughs>
0: I don't <laughs> think <laughs> oh, no, <well. laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 uh, women. Oh, Can't women live to- with them. Can't live with them
1: can't live with them oh, because they, will, they, eat they you. will eat you right <laughs> after you have sex with them. Let I mean, them. Unless.
3: Let women eat. They are hungry.
0: Hold space. Eat the guy that you just had sex with.
3: Do it. You are valid. Queen boss. Ugh.
0: After males of the orb-weaving spider Philippinella prominence mate with a female they quickly launch themselves away researchers report on april 25th in the journal current biology using a mechanism that hasn't been described before the male spiders use a joint in their first pair of legs to immediately undertake a split second catapult action fleeing themselves away from their partners at impressive speeds clocked up at up to 88 centimeters per second
3: yeah i oh, met well. a guy like that once <laughs> <laughs> Why this
2: MF spider guy in Brunswick?
0: <laughs> is that...
2: Is that something? Is men that be like... like a, yeah? men, men be like this. I'm going to quote tweet this with like... <laughs> men be like. Fuck men boys be like this. be like. And then get 10 million retweets.
3: Yeah. Men <laughs> be, be like pe- going away at 86 centimetres per, what, second?
0: Yeah, which I don't think is actually that fast for a person, but it's, very, it's pretty fast for a spider.
1: <laughs> I could go 88 centimetres pretty quick.
0: Yeah, I think. that's
2: that's, that's fair. on, you, dude.
0: I think it's like three kilometers an hour.
2: I think I, uh... I, I
0: did the the maths a week ago, uh, so that is possibly mm. wrong. You're
2: right. That's fast for a spider.
0: It's so three kilometers an hour. That is half of walking speed. So you could probably do that, like pretty easy. So
3: men really do be like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if they, they if they, they get up to they do be going at a reasonable pace.
0: Fuck. They slowly walk away from you to get a glass of water after you've had yeah. sex. They're doing exactly what this spider does. You're just
3: like a spider.
1: I'm a little disappointed. Um, I was kind of hoping that the webs would be involved somehow, that maybe they would have rigged something up uh, so that right when they're done nutting, they're like, you know, can chop a cable and, whoosh, and get like, get whisked out of there. Yeah. Sick. Instead, they're just sort of jumping backwards. But, yeah, you know? but...
0: The catapulting, which it sounds way lie cooler. Lie. That
2: does
0: sound cool. Uh, quote, we found that mating was always ended by a catapulting, which oy, oy, is oy, so oy, fast oy, oy. that <laughs> common cameras could not record the details clearly, says Shi Chang Zhang of the Hubei University in Wuhan, China. Whoa. Hey, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh, <that shit. laughs> If you can find a way to tie that into a coherent joke other than making the noise, I will allow it. What do you got?
1: Please, please move on.
0: Okay. (laughs) The reason the males catapult themselves is simple. To avoid being eaten by the female in an act of sexual cannibalism. The few males the researchers saw that didn't catapult were promptly captured, killed, and consumed by their female partners. And
2: those are allies. (laughs) Mm.
3: That
0: is praxis, I think. He's
3: like... I'll stay here and get eaten, queen. <laughs> and honestly, work.
0: Whatever work you need. Ugh. When the researchers prevented males from catapulting, they met the same fate. Very ominous way to word that in a press release from a journal <laughs> article. Trying,
1: trying, to, trying to jump backwards after nutting and there's just a hand there. Just Ooh. the
0: tip of a finger just being like... Yeah, it's
1: prodding you back in the other direction. Oh, weird. He got eaten when I did that. <laughs>
0: Stops and- to be
3: him, I guess.
0: <laughs> it it does seem kind of horrendously mean. Like I know I'm anthropomorphizing anthrop. Yep, that one a scientist, mm. uh, a a spider.
1: But like, I think the scientist is already a human.
0: No, oh, I don't consider nerds to be people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Zhang and his colleagues made this discovery while studying sexual selection in this spider, which lives in communal groups of up to 300 individuals in a web complex with many individuals uh, with many individual webs inside it. So they're poly. Keep that in mind.
2: Mm. All spiders, <laughs> poly.
0: Of 155 successful matings, they reported that 152 ended with the male catapulting. All those catapulting males survived their sexual encounters. The three males that didn't catapult were killed. Another thirty prevented by the researchers from catapulting also got killed and eaten by the oh. female. So you killed them. You killed yeah. them. Yeah, don't say that. Like, don't say That's were killed. Don't use voice. the passive voice. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. were killed by the scientists. A scientist involved eating. I think.
0: <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah? Uh, Scientists involved spider cannibalism. We don't know where the cannibalism came from. We can't say anything at this time, not until the inquest is done. Who
1: could have thought?
3: Not me. Scientists are like, I I couldn't even know
1: about it.
0: I mean, I was there, sure.
1: Was I there? Yes. Was my finger involved? Yes.
0: I did turn off my scientist body camera just before (laughs) it happened, (laughs) so there's no way for us to really check.
3: Also, I was asleep. Also, my brother was playing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Also, I was blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been me. I don't know.
0: The uh, the spider had um. What's the thing that cops say people have so they can kill them? They're like agitated, excitation, or excitable oh, wow. aggression, or something along those lines. Yeah. Anyway, this is about uh, cops murdering people and getting away with it. With high-resolution video cameras, the researchers catap- calculated an average peak speed of catapulting spiders at about 65 centimetres per second. Speeds ranged from about 30 centimetres per second to almost 90 centimetres per second. They also accelerated at an average speed of about 200 metres per second per second. Now, that wow. is crazy. That is crazy. That is 20 Gs of acceleration.
3: That's really, really
0: fast. Yeah, That's I could a probably also do that. You, I think people start passing out at, like, <laughs> Lucy, you should know this. You're a plane person. When do we mm. start passing out uh, from acceleration? I don't oh, know. Geez,
2: Couldn't make you. pass out. <laughs> Never Two. gone that fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, four or five. About four or five Gs we pass out because we can't get the blood to our hearts or whatever. Right. And the spider is doing four to five times that, which wow. is fucking, no. Nah. They
3: have less blood.
1: That's true. So do, spiders? That do they even have,
0: have blood? Blood.
3: Do, oh do, oh. I, I don't know. think they've
1: got the acid in them like the aliens in aliens. Do
2: spiders have blood. I don't know. They
0: do not have true blood. Oh. I believe
2: Oh, love that love that show. Yeah, they prefer to the love paradise. Yeah. <laughs> they have <I> hemolymph.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they you're saying they have a type of juice? They've got hemolymph. Okay. So
2: It sounds like blood. Like you're saying hemo, like mm. Arachnid lymph so. is
0: a fluid that's analogous to blood in vertebrates, but it's in arthropods. Oh. So and are sp- all spider blood. Yeah, they've got they don't have blood. They have spider blood. Yeah. Which it's makes different. sense. Yeah, cuz they're spiders. Uh the males manage to catapult at these speeds by folding their tibia metatarsis joint against the female, which I don't know if you guys have tried that one, but it is absolutely crazy. <laughs> uh, when released, hydraulic pressure allows for rapid expansion. The Ooh. joint in question lacks extensor muscles in spiders, they explain. Quote, We observed that males could not perform the caterpillar. Oh, sorry, we observed that males that could not perform the catapulting were cannibalized by the female, Zhang says. It suggests that this behavior evolved to fight against females' sexual cannibalism under strong predation pressure of females.
1: Did you need. The study Ladies, to figure that out. Winning.
0: I <laughs> think you kind of have to observe it a couple of times before you can write it down. I think that's why science is mostly tedious. I think the scientific method has really gummed up the works in um, <laughs> looking at observable phenomena and being like, cool, yeah, it just works like that. That's it about sounds it. like
3: so much work goes into mm. the whole like bouncing away that like they probably should just get eaten. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, surely the next evolution in this spider would be like one that doesn't have to exert all the energy to get away and it's just like so charismatic that the female doesn't eat it.
1: I think the next yeah. uh, evolution is that the females also develop a catapulting ability uh, <laughs> and they just shoot <laughs> forward at the same time. So yeah. they have sex and then they both just fly across the branch and yeah. she eats them anyway. That's, that's
3: when we'll reach t- true equality. That's
0: right. Yeah. They do the uh, weirdly... Deserve
1: catapulting behavior.
3: So true.
0: So true. Quote, females may use this behavior to judge the quality of a male during mating. He adds, if a male cannot perform catapulting, then kill it. Uh, and if a male could perform it multiple times, then it accepts its sperm.
2: That's beautiful. Wait, so he's coming back after he's catapulted away. I For guess.
0: <laughs> She's just like, it's so lovely to meet you. Hey, <laughs> wait a fucking second.
2: Ladies I- always be chasing the men that don't want them.
0: Am that's- I right? Is, I think and that's And
2: then they true, eat right? the ones that do. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> true. <laughs> Damn.
0: <laughs> Spiders really God, are.
3: women, be like...
2: Ugh. <laughs>
0: uh, in future studies, they hope to explore the role of catapulting ability in male mating success. It, it feels like they already did. I feel like they explored it. They explored it thoroughly in...
2: They've nailed this. They, they've yeah. they've yeah, studied it. Yeah, I think it. they got it. You it know... Science. May, yeah. No more. They
0: could probably just be like, we wipe your hands and turn onto something else now. Mm. I don't know, like the environment. See what's going on there. Cancer, things of that nature. Mm.
3: Yeah, they're spending so much time on these man-eating spiders that they're not even curing
2: cancer.
3: Right? What the hell? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's time to put scientists on blast.
3: Yeah, I'm cancelling <laughs> all scientists that aren't curing cancer I think
2: right also, now.
0: Uh ones that are uh working on the things that will affect me shortly in my life, lower back pain, knee pain. You guys are good. Keep yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Um uh if there are any scientists working one, on why everyone feels so tired all the time, that would be cool as well. Keep going on that. Would love to love to have a cure to that.
3: Mm. And I want to uh I want more scientists trying to figure out which type of crystals are going to make me calm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think there are a lot of get people working on, on that. Yeah.
3: At
0: least <laughs> More, based on that I conference say. in two
3: thousand eight. More. More.
1: I get that there are a bunch of devices already that can make me come. I would prefer them to be crystal based. That's I all want I'm saying. Put a crystal in it. Then I mean, need, need like there's a burgeoning
2: absolutely. market. Rose Quartz those like, yeah. I can guarantee oh, it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But oh, yeah. Are but they like hollowed out ones with a vibrating mechanism in them? Because I feel like that would really make the difference.
1: No, I think you go in the other direction, Ben, which is rather than making the, the sex toys out of crystals and then making that vibrate, I think you just make normal vibrators but do the thing that they've been fooling like stupid guy audiophiles with for decades. Where you go, beats. Yeah, oh, we, we, run, we run this circuit uh, through a crystal, and, and now it sounds really good, and that'll be $10,000.
3: Yeah, uh, just so make the Satisfier Pro 2, but put the Chaos Emerald inside put a, it, and yeah, put, I'm put, sure it'll go nuts.
1: Put some quartz in there, put some, put some jade, put some Tiger's Eye. Yeah. It's not a... No. You know, there's all kinds of things you can do.
3: Is Tiger's Eye a rock? Yes. That's just a rock, it's a right? Se-
1: it's a semi-precious stone, I believe. Oh. Like amethyst, you know?
2: Oh, amethyst isn't a crystal?
1: Is amethyst a crystal?
2: Is a crystal
1: not a semi-precious stone? Oh,
2: Yeah.
1: Amethyst is crystalline quartz. Yes,
3: yeah, so that's it's a crystal. variety of quartz. But tiger, ti- uh, tiger jaw... No. Tigers tiger eye. eye is that's, that's a, rock. a rock. It's a regular a rock. old rock.
1: Wow. Boo. Wow. It doesn't have any of the cool properties of Amethyst, like encouraging connection and love with others and oneself. Put it <gasps> in the dildo.
2: You know, Amethyst I've, dildo. I've put looked
1: it in the at the vibrator.
0: Four pages of uh results on Etsy for Crystal Vibrator. Mm-hmm. And they're either Regular the vibrators that come in a sort of crystal esque finish but aren't made of crystals, or they're just crystal dildos. I think there's a gap in the market there. Going incognito mode for the following searches. (laughs) I was also in incognito mode for that.
2: Maybe it's bad for your pH balance.
0: Mm.
2: Let's
1: let's let's get Gwyneth on this. (laughs) I think I think if anyone has the understanding of this issue and where it perfectly merges with capitalism Gwyneth. Yeah.
3: Is it understanding or like just like the pure unadulterated delusion?
0: Yeah. I to I sell live it. For it. <laughs> so, I
3: think it's fantastic. So. I think, I think it's little bit it's awesome because it's like oh yeah no it's like, put yeah, no, a I put in a crystal egg in my in my couch, my life is gonna go swimmingly.
0: Things are like, just gonna start looking I love up. It. Do you reckon she's a true believer? Like, that is she shilling products or does she actually think this shit works? Because it's kind of damning if she has like all the money in the world, access to all of the like health care, mental health care, like comforts. She has no wants or needs for anything. And she still is like, oh, there's something missing in my life. I need to, you know, I need to shelve a gem. I think she's like, buying that's... into it.
1: Yeah. <sighs> that's sad. I guess the, the so question, sad. yeah, the question to me isn't so much. Does she believe it? The question is, is she shelving the gem? Do yes. we think Gwyneth is, is popping the jade egg in the pussy?
3: I think she's got one in right now.
1: <laughs> Man. She's sleeping Wherever with she one is.
0: in. Yeah. Whatever she's doing.
3: Sleeping with one eye open and yep. one egg up there. Good on her.
1: <laughs>
0: Rock on,
3: chicas. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Living for it.
1: Oh, with a jade egg in my pussy, I would be Come feeling sky high. And what else is up there? That's right, baby. It's planes. Ah, uh, this is your captain speaking. Please return your seats to their upright positions as we are coming in hot on another edition of Plainly Speaking.
2: You got there. You got there from jade egg in my pussy.
3: That's good.
1: It's a, It's an odd. Lucy, what's up in the sky?
2: I don't know. I'm just, I'm just seeing your name there in a document.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd actually... I'd put a, I'd put your name in brackets next to this, Andrew, for... Um, for this for thing you. that says
1: Lucy.
2: You definitely <laughs> didn't do it just then.
0: Well, I didn't I, you know, see
2: you writing it in
0: the document. Oh, sorry. I can see the... Um, <laughs> let's peel back the curtain here. I've written Lucy shit next to it because this combines... This story, and I don't want to give away what it's about, but it combines yep. two of Lucy's favourite interests... So it is Lucy shit, so, but it wasn't... So the
1: way, that, the way that it was the plane segment, and you said it combines two of her favorite interests, and you had Lucy shit written next got... to it.
0: Brackets Andrew,
1: that's right. Well, But that part only just went in. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. From KSL TV in Salt Lake City, Utah, woman reunited with taxidermy rat eight months after losing it at
0: SLC airport.
2: So when you just wrote Lucy shit,
0: yes, yes, Lucy. You,
2: what did you mean by that?
0: Your two favorite things: uh, planes and rats. Because you're kind of a rat girl. Mm-hmm. Like you were always a rat girl. You love rats. You defend rats every time we make fun of rat ownership on this podcast. I don't think I've
2: mm-hmm. talked about rats that much, but alright.
0: <laughs> every single time you're like, as if you're admitting like one of your most deeply held secrets. You're like, oh, I don't know. It's, I think rats are pretty cool. Well, <laughs> like, oh, it's nice to have a rat. Rats are cute.
1: Goth girls will have a rat. Have they're you like, you ever, they're like you, little guys. Have mm. you owned a rat? Fuck no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: Ugh. stinky. But like,
3: I like to, I like to see them in the city doing things. Mm. I'm a, I'm a rat viewer.
1: Right, right. So you I would like those? You like those stories where it's like a rat carried a whole slice of pizza by himself. God,
3: yes. Okay. God, yeah. It's 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 like seeing a a, a normal man carry something large it's like yeah. wow like pulling a car it's like that's just like super man god that's awesome but then you see a rat doing it and people are like disgusting foul beast but <laughs> m- but me i'm like that's an impressive feat because he's you. just a little man just
0: a just little, a little guy, guy getting out there doing that's his just business. a
3: little fella and
0: they got those little hands
3: they've got <laughs> tiny hands <laughs> like
0: those little ratatouille hands
3: yeah, it's great. I think that they're spectacular. I don't want to, like, like I've, I've held one before because there, there are domesticated rats and, like, mm. they, I, I think I personally prefer, like, feral wild rats more because I think that they can, you know,
2: they're uh, take care of
3: themselves and, mm. you know, they can deal with the wild and I think that's quite beautiful. Um, but, like, domesticated character. rats are not. Yeah, exactly. They've lived through more they're more like a man yeah. than than a rat and i think that's just so interesting you know <laughs> but like with domesticated rats like you can hold one and be like this is a, a fat little freak and it's also my friend so that's nice <laughs> but like i do love i do love seeing a wild rat just rolling around in some garbage in the sydney cbd <laughs> i live for it cuz you know what we all wish we could do that and we can't cuz it's frowned upon but a rat a rat can do anything
0: It's true. Rats Mm. use the secret. Mm.
1: Except for this rat, because this rat is dead. A Mm. traveller has tracked down a special souvenir at the Salt Lake City International Airport's Lost and Found after seeing a KSL TV story. A taxidermied rat was one of the oddest items the staff had come across, but they bonded with their new so-called office mascot, not knowing the owner would surface eight months later. For nearly a a year, the rat, named Stuart... (laughs) Sure.
0: <laughs>
1: Stuart had become a fixture at the airport's lost and found. This is like all right, the following quotes are some really bleak office shit to me.
0: Mm, yeah, they right? paint the a picture.
1: Like like this is a fun little news story, but I I immediately feel I immediately feel the glow of the of the tube lights yeah. above me uh when I hear this. <clears throat> Quote, it was fun. He just sat right here, right in the trees. Said Airport Lost and Found supervisor <laughs> Brett Christensen. We started getting hats for him. He's got a cowboy hat and a black top hat. We have fun. I we mean, have fun here cute. at
2: the airport. <laughs> lost quirky,
3: and Found. We're quirky. We like, found our dead rat. Now we're playing with her.
0: <laughs> Little cowboy hat is like one of the most the Dickens things you can put on something. Like it's yeah. that that pretty as fuck. funny
2: to put on a rat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, but I do like branching out into the black top hat for a night on the town. You know? That's Friday. You That's switch a him.
3: fancy man over there. Yeah. That's a man with money.
1: <laughs> he probably came here in a limousine. You know? <laughs> that taxidermied rat surely
0: came here on business class. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one claimed Stuart until our report aired last week. Carrie Paulson couldn't believe it when she heard the news. My husband called and he said you're not going to believe it. You know that rat you've been mourning? (laughs) What? That rat was
0: already dead. wasn't even like, uh, hey, remember Stuart?
2: You know that rat you've been mourning? Oh, which one?
0: That rat-shaped hole in your heart? Oh, yeah,
3: you're going to have to specify. (laughs) I I mourn a lot of dead rats.
0: You're
1: going to need to narrow it down significantly. Last August... Paulson flew back to Salt Lake City from New York where she had taken a taxidermy class but left the rat behind at the gate.
2: So sorry, uh, she took uh, a taxidermy uh, class and they let you take the rat home?
0: <laughs> so she...
2: Sign me up.
0: But, but... She went to New York for a so holiday? She went, f-
1: she went from... Oh, see, I because we've been assuming that women be having pet rats. I was like, this is her pet rat, right? No.
2: Yeah, no, she's just got up yeah. from a class.
1: Okay, because I was like, did you fly from Salt Lake City to New York with a dead rat on you and take it to a taxidermy class and then bring it back? But I don't think that's what happened.
0: I think what she's done is, uh, she's done the classic thing when she's gone gone for a holiday to New York, she's seen all the sights, she's mm-hmm. gone to New York City, she's seen mm-hmm. Manhattan, she's- no. She, she got a big slice else. of pizza. She went to upstate New York, she looked at the fall foliage, and then she taxidermied a rat and flew home. <laughs>
3: classic, And that New York was the activity. last thing to do yeah. <laughs> in the big city.
0: Just ticking it off your bucket list. Classic New York style rat taxidermy.
3: Oh, it's on every list. It's on every what to do in New York list. Taxidermy a rat. There's plenty there, so they're just like, We got heaps, you should all come.
0: That's true. Maybe it's subsidized by the city. By like New York City will pay you to taxidermy a rat because you've got to kill the rat to do it. Mm. That's they're a good like initiative. it's better
3: if they're stuffed because then they're not on the street.
1: You, God, get that's to grim. A- <laughs> you get to the taxidermy class, but there's just like a couple of Department of Health people there with clipboards and as you <laughs> as you all arrive they're like, Cool, all right, uh, let's go. And they take you down the street. To just a restaurant. Let you into they the kitchen. They go into the
3: kitchen yeah. to take all the hats off. If You can just.
1: <laughs>
3: They're like, where is he?
1: Get him. Uh, and then you get to take it back there and, you know, pull his little guts out.
3: And the mayor is there and he's like, thank you so much for helping.
1: <laughs> Everybody gets a ribbon. <laughs> Uh, so she watched the story on Sunday and filed a claim that night on the airport's website. The next morning, KSL TV's Tamara Vianuah, Vafu- sorry everybody, Close met enough. her at the office for the sweet reunion. "Quote: He looks fantastic. Thank you. This is
0: like a miracle. A wonderful little miracle," said I mean, Of course, he looks fantastic. I mean. Obviously, you he's, so, he's a taxidermied, taxidermied rat, but yeah, he's, he's not, wearing a hat. He's in stasis now mm. because of the taxidermy. Oh,
1: he still looks like that. <laughs> it's not what I expected. <laughs> it works. It's all it's cracked up to be. Incredible! Oh, it's so
3: crazy. I was expecting him to be rotting, but he's actually mm. got a hat on and he looks was... real neat.
1: Oh, he looks richer than last time I saw
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we're going to need to keep that hat.
1: Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> Then they got a taxidermy, a rat. It's a whole cycle, you know, vicious cycle. Uh, She had a good laugh about it. Quote, the last couple of years have been kind of tough. So this is just like a solid win for the travel industry and for taxidermists everywhere,
2: Paulson said. In what What? way? In what (laughs) way? (laughs) So
1: so the thing went wrong on your holiday uh, and like you lost your taxidermy and the, and, and the airport fucked up. That's it. Uh, who's this a win for? I guess they didn't fuck up. She just like left her own shit at the airport, didn't she? Yeah. I shouldn't um, blame the airport for don't that.
2: Don't leave your taxidermied rat. Like, have you just put it down on the table?
0: Because you were holding it in your arms the whole time you were walking Cradling. through the airport?
1: I feel like a taxidermied rat is an item that you mail back to yourself, personally. That's yeah. checked baggage, I reckon.
0: I'd put that in that's
2: with my, my sundries. I'm not taking that through security, having to be like, "That's mine."
3: Also, is that not something you would keep your eye on at all times? Mm.
1: Mm. It's, it's got to be the most. Personal- that's the last thing I'd
3: want to lose, because then I'd have to pick it up and <laughs> yeah. be like, "Yeah, it's me. <laughs> Hi, yeah, I left the rat here, <laughs> I'm the rat lady. <laughs> mm, it's mine." <laughs>
1: She told the staff she's got a fantastic idea for a gift that will make them feel better. While she wouldn't reveal what it is, we've got a feeling they may have a new lost and found mascot soon.
2: Is she she going to taxidermy a new rat or is she just sending back that rat?
1: I think she's just going to send them a dead rat and say, you guys got to get out to this class in New York City. One for each
2: person and then it's
3: just a letter that doesn't have a name on it. It just says rats off to you. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Hi everybody, it's me, it's Theo. Now I guarantee you I'm more afraid of recording this promo than you are of listening to it, so hear me out. If you haven't already, maybe check out our Patreon, it's a great way to support the show, and it gives us the ability to actually dedicate time to this thing. You'll get all of our bonus episodes, that's over 300 extra episodes in total, and we'll set up a feed over there with none of these promos, so you won't have to hear this ever again. You'll also get access to our Discord, uh, which honestly has turned into a, a nice and funny place full of mostly normal people to hang out with. So that's patreoncom slash vista. Check it out.
1: Oh dear! Some people would love to see a little rat rolling around in the garbage, just like Ruby. Some people, however, would grab the nearest thing to hand and immediately. Try to smash it to pieces. Perhaps even a lead pipe. With a lead pipe, she's mighty angry, ready to start a fight. With a lead pipe, she's seeing red. She's swinging lead, gonna hit you in the head. With a lead pipe! It's the segment where we ask people, what would you smash with a lead pipe if you could? And uh, I figured for this episode that we would ask Ruby, uh, hey, what video game characters would you love to beat to a pulp if you had the opportunity?
3: And uh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to do so. (laughs) Because the second you said it, I was like, I know exactly who I would want to. I have six. Okay. In fact, Ooh. on my list, Let's uh, go. the first ones similar to a rat actually, um, uh, the rabbids from the Rayman series, mm. otherwise known as the video game minions, the um,
1: raving rabbids.
3: The raving rabbids, they are horrid beasts.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. ugly and
3: Buck- annoying.
1: Bucktoothed and cock-eyed.
3: And they just look all kinds of fucked up
1: and the noises oh. the noises
3: it's not good you don't lo- you-, you don't love to hear it honestly it like the thing is is like there was a game called Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle oh. for the switch uh, great game I I like I would I would compare it to XCOM 2. It's uh it's a fantastic uh grid turn-based strategy game. I I quite mm. like it and the rabbits were there unfortunately, but uh the game itself fantastic. Uh so it it hurts my my big busty heart to say that I would beat them to death with a lead pipe. I would do that.
0: Was there a, similarly to the XCOM games, permadeath? Could you lose Mario permanently in grid combat with a tiny fucked up little rabbit guy?
3: Permanently? Oh, I don't think you could. Uh, And the funny thing is, is that Mario is actually also on this list. So he may be facing permadeath soon by me. Um, Mario, he is too proud uh, Mm. and needs to be knocked down a peg. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, he's always had it so good. He's always gotten the girl, you know, his, his own brother has the last name Mario because Mario's last name is canonically Mario. And I Mm -hmm. think that's quite sad Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you're, you're going to look at your driver's license. I'm assuming Luigi has his peas and, (laughs) uh, He's always going to look at it. And not only is the peas license red, which is a harrowing reminder of his horrible tiny brother, but he also uh, sees the name Mario every time. Mm. And it probably breaks his elongated heart. I only say that because he is slightly <laughs> taller than his brother. Um so Yeah, it's a bit stretchy. Well, like, I, I had a conversation about this the other day, um, specifically, like, which Mario character would probably have like the biggest, uh, but also most proportionally correct, uh, penis? It's Luigi. It's
2: mm. Luigi, it's
3: Luigi, it's Luigi because the thing is, uh, uh, Mario, I think it'd just you know, it just yeah. wouldn't wouldn't be popping. Uh, Wario, chode, chode Easy. for sure, hands mm. down, while Luigi, long yeah. but very thin, so
0: narrow. So, so narrow.
3: narrow, like like a sausage in a hallway, you yeah. know, like just not giving it to you. And then Bowser doesn't count because he is not a man.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he is you a had lizard. sex with him, that would be fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. don't fuck a
3: lizard.
0: Don't and if do you it with turtle, if you did mm. several drawings of him having sex with a person, that'd be pretty fucked up as well. Yeah, if you yeah. those That'd be pretty gross. That'd yeah, and, and it it, 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 it so would be so weird up. if you
3: like looked that up as well, yeah. Um, right now, if you googled that, yeah, it'd be so crazy of you to do that. Uh, mm. Bowser having sex with a woman, <laughs> um, on DeviantArt, if you looked that up, that'd be crazy. Um, don't do that.
1: Uh, are the, uh are the Mario Brothers Circumcised. <laughs>
3: Uh, I okay no I have an answer for this yeah. Mario no Luigi yes no. but that's only because he, uh, he the was older born brother? with his uh foreskin too tight. Yes. Oh he had um, the adult adult circumcision. Yeah. Right. So he had to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I <was wondering> if- <laughs> that's
3: my that's my answer. I was very quick to say it.
1: I was wondering um, if they'd be Catholic cuz they're Italian, you know. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I was thinking Catholic.
3: Hmm. Yeah, Roman Catholic.
2: Catholics.
1: Uh, Catholics do they get
2: circumcised? Say.
1: They don't. No, in that case, oh. forget about it.
2: <laughs>
3: so, raised Roman Catholic, I know all about it, but I do not have a penis, so I don't know about that part. Um, if I'm
0: so just a, uh, I don't know, I don't want to anticipate you here, but if Mario is on the list and the rabbits are on the list, uh, how do you feel about rabid Mario?
1: Wait, isn't that just a? It's like that's it's a rabbit like- dressed as Mario, right?
0: He has a lot of charisma. Uh, yeah, well,
3: that's the thing. Like, the the rabbits when they're dressed up as other characters, they can kind of get away with it because, like, they mock. Like he mocks Mario, mm. and and, oh. and they all mock the characters, and I think that's funny because bullying is always a good idea. It's um, sort of
0: a enemy of mm, your enemy is your friend type situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: but like, I I get what you're saying though that like. Mario, everybody else is always like the butt of the joke, you know, mm-hmm. even though Mario will kind of, he'll fall over every now and then, or maybe he'll go, Wah! but, uh, but other than that, I mean, I know I'm always going on about the, uh, the, the Mickey Mouse shorts that are all on, uh, Disney plus where they're like new Mickey Mouse cartoons, but they have, uh, almost like Ren and Stimpy type. Oh, they're funny. Yeah. Oh, they're really they're good. Funny.
3: But- my, my favorite bit was uh, there was one where, like, Minnie fell down and then, like, uh, uh, Mickey's like, and then he runs up to her and he just goes, Wah-hah-pah. I think about that all the time. All the time. But, uh, the time.
1: but, but what, one of the things I really like about it is that they have Mickey look like shit some of the time. Like, he lo- sometimes he looks, like, weird and panicked and he freaks out and he does, like, negative stuff. He's not just always, cool like, thing. missed. Mr. Sunshine, you know, (laughs) to to Donald Duck's uh, nasty bitch. Uh, And I think that's Mario's problem. I think Mario can stand to to look like a piece of shit sometimes.
3: Exactly. Now, another one I've got here is um, Tom Nook from Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. I've written here, makes me pay money to him unacceptable.
2: Mm. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: I don't think anybody should be taking money from me.
2: No argument here.
0: I, it's been a long time since I played three hours of Animal Crossing and then never touched again during the start of the the lockdown uh, from the novel coronavirus. I got
3: 500 hours in, so uh, polar (laughs) opposites.
0: Do you, uh, so the sort of the fictional world you're presented with is you've arrived by whimsical seaplane on this island of which Tom Nook is some sort of uh, patriarchal figure or Broker or something and he keeps just being like, hey, man, you are 10 noot coin in the hole to me, but don't worry, buddy, I gotcha. But then he keeps he keeps being like, hey, you're another 25 grand in the hole to me. Do you think that the character that you are in this game, which is ostensibly you as a t- t- little guy, yeah. knew about this arrangement before being dropped on this island with no chance of escape?
3: Well, with the most recent one, I'm not too sure. I've uh, So I've played every Animal Crossing game since the very beginning. Um, and with the very first game, okay, that is slightly untrue, only because the very first Animal Crossing game was an N64 title solely released in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the West, their first title was on GameCube. Um, and so I played that, and... Uh, in the in this Animal Crossing, in the most recent one, it's hard to say, but in the first one, you come to this place and you're you're like, oh, this is great. Oh, and I get a house. This is so awesome. And Tom Nooks like, yeah, you do get a house. Isn't that great? You probably feel so comfortable right now. That's fifty bajillion dollars, by the way, you swine. Mm. You poor cunt. What is wrong with you? Give me money right now. And then you're like, oh, I don't have any money. Like, it's just thrown on you. Like, you get a free house, however.
1: Yeah. So, it, please? so are you guys telling me that Tom Nook is basically one of those guys who puts up, like, Craigslist ads that say, uh, Free rent? You you can come and live in you my house. You just have apartment. to
2: suck me off every day. <laughs> You've got to be
0: nude in the <laughs> living room. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Pant,
1: you can't have pants. You can't have any pants. And we have a no closed doors policy. But I'll, no, I'll buy all the guess. groceries. I'll buy the groceries and pay the bills. The first uh, sentence the is always
0: like, must be very chill. Yep. It's <laughs> okay. like, you must be very down with the idea that um, I need several handjobs a day. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Tom Nook sounds like a
0: bitch. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Tom Nook.
3: Um, okay. I got one more I'm going to do. All right. Um, this Have any of you played Elden Ring?
0: Yes.
2: No.
3: Yes. Sounds okay. like some one. Theo yes. shit. <laughs>
2: yeah. I've seen yeah, a lot of pictures from it.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's. It, it was the big game. It was the big game, and I played an hour of it before I gave up <laughs> because it was hard, and I don't play games that I don't like immediately.
0: <laughs> mm, mm. I'm on the same Straight system. Up.
3: Look, I, I I'm I feel comfortable in myself, man. Like, yes, I do be writing about video games, but if I'm playing a game and it is not only cruel to me, but I move too slow, uh, I'm going to stop playing it. I'm going to stop playing And I'm going to play Kirby instead, which is exactly <laughs> what I did. I moved to the baby game and I felt proud. Well,
1: I heard the I new Kirby game was good.
3: New, new Kirby game rules. 10 out of 10. Okay. Fantastic game. But, however, in my short time of playing Elden Ring, I did meet one uh, beast that I would uh, beat to death with a lead lead pipe, and that would be Bok the Seamster, um, who is a human uh, monkey thing that uh, is a tree when you meet him and you're walking around this place, and oh. he's like, Oh, help me. Oh, my <laughs> life is so... Oh, oh, Excuse me. And, like, keeps talking at you, but you have no idea what's going on. I had to look this shit up. I had to be like, why is there a voice yelling at me in this area where there is clearly no person? He got turned into a tree among a bunch of other trees. So you have to hit the tree, and he turns into an ugly fool like i i he Ooh. he turned uh, trees are pretty but i hit this tree Ooh. and then <laughs> suddenly i was greeted with a foul putrid being and then he's like Ugh, thank you one day i'll help you i can't help you right now i'm like why did i even help you then
0: mm-hmm. he looks fucked up he looks um, literally
3: fucked up. i don't like it I his just vibe. all i wrote here was bok the seamster in elden ring dash
2: ugly
0: yeah correct yeah
2: he's filthy
3: filthy and and he doesn't even, it's just like when he was like oh thank you so much, maybe a little this will help, Uh, I'll see you later it's like I don't want to help you again man I don't like seeing you Mm.
1: He looks like uh, someone took Ross's monkey from Friends and put a little like page boy garb on him and sent him out to hassle people for money on the street. I don't like him Don't like him at all He's
2: ugly Disgusting
3: yeah, and I was like, if I have to see beasts like that again, I'm just I'm gonna out. play the game. I'm just gonna play like the Coco Melon game that like <laughs> shoots colors in my face and makes me feel uh, happy. You know, oh. like sensory overload. I don't mind that. I prefer that to uh, being attacked by a giant crab and being told I'm a virgin by the first person I meet.
1: <laughs> I um I have been playing a lot of it, but it is the first. From Software Game where I, I have like gotten further than that point of, of spending, I feel like I spent a while playing Bloodborne, uh, guest of the show, Tim, sent me a, a copy that he had and playing that for a while and just being like, I am not enjoying this game, that which seems designed to punish me and specifically like does not tell me anything about how to do anything or what is happening. Uh, and I got out of there.
3: Yeah, fair. I feel you. And those are the characters from video games that I would look dead in the eyes and say, this day is your last, and beat them to death with a lead pipe.
0: Right? When they're in the middle of telling you whether they have any last requests, just first opening their mouth. That'd be
3: great. I'm like, sorry, this isn't talkback radio. There are no requests here. Goodbye.
1: Excellent. Well... I think that's it for us this week. Ruby, where can people uh, see more of you, read more of you, things like that?
3: You can find me at the place where I work, Kotaku Australia. <laughs> don't where don't I... go
1: down there. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: d- no, don't, don't actually come there. No, I don't <laughs> want to see you. Um, sorry, that sounded really rude. Uh, just, no, I prefer, like, let's keep a distance of online. That would mm-hmm. be great. Um, you can read my horrid, filthy garbage... Uh, on Kotaku Australia uh, I'm also on Twitter At Ruby Innes Where it's all worse um, And isn't related to anything A lot so... of
2: drawings of Bowser having sex with women
0: Yeah, so if yeah. you like that yeah. You will be yeah. thrilled
3: If you went to DeviantArt and looked that up Which we told you not to do But you really enjoyed it mm-hmm. Head over to mine And you'll see a picture of Judge Jar, Jar Binks <laughs> Just spreading cheeks Yeah, And the Noid is there So Yeah
1: Oh dear. Well, that's it, everybody. Uh, ben, do you have any final thoughts for the week?
0: Um, uh, lean into winter. It's almost here. Get ready for it. Start thinking about what soups you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, soup season. Get, Jeez, that's get crazy. a flannel now. Get yourself a new one, but like new for you. But go to an up shop and just really make it the flannel of this winter for you new winter new you new flannel mm-hmm. from an op shop go crazy with it there are so many of them and the good thing about buying a flannel is you've got like five sizes of wiggle room for it to still be an appropriate size mm-hmm. so just pick one based on color from any part of the sizing rack just go for it so unless true. it's from the kids section and you're you know like a grown adult that probably won't work but try i
1: have got, got a purple flannel. bloody loving it yeah there you go
0: see It's the flannel of the
1: winter. Beautiful. Thanks for stopping by, Ruby, and see you next time, everybody. Bye bye